defying all hatred be the love beyond toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love You are listening to Be the Love, transcending through the shadows into a higher state of consciousness. We are souls on the journey, opening up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. I am Stacy Musial. And I am Sam Fernandez, and we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. Hop on board the Ascension Bus. Hello and welcome to Be The Love Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Musial. And I'm your co-host, Sam Fernandez. And we are here today just to provide a space to share our vision for this podcast. And we want to tell you a little bit about ourselves, why we're here, and what inspired us to bring this podcast to you at this time of our changing world and how we are here to serve. But first, I'd like to invite you to participate in a little grounding meditation to just help us ground into our bodies, ground into the present moment. And so if if you're driving, of course, make sure to pull over or listen to this at a later time, but never do a meditation while driving. But if you feel if you're feeling safe in a safe place, please please join in. And I'd like to invite you to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And again, just take a little deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful energy and breathing out anything that is no longer serving you in this moment. And again, take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, breathing out anything that is keeping you from being in this moment. This is the moment, the only moment that really matters is this present moment. And so just feel your body as a whole and just allow yourself to just focus and immerse yourself in this present moment in your body, in the vessel that carries you throughout the day. And when you're ready, you may just open your eyes and just carry that feeling with you throughout the day. So thank you for for being a part of that. And so today, we really just like I said, want to take some time. This is our first podcast episode and we want to take some time to really share with you what has inspired us to co-create this podcast and what our mission is. 
So, so Sam, um, tell me a little bit about what has inspired you to be a part of this mission. Well, uh, honestly, what has inspired me is, um, I mean, this is, you know, I think this is something that's very important for, uh, for just the place and the time that we are right now, you know, um, I, I believe that the world is waking up and that a lot of quote unquote spiritual warriors are coming to the forefront right now. Uh, because, you know, the, the earth, the universe, we all need it. Um, and to be able to kind of be a sounding board um, for those people, you know. And uh, uh, for me, I mean, being a, a male empath, which is what I am, um, it's really hard to find like-souled people. Um, and using, you know, a podcast or a platform such as this and being able to kind of spread our message out, it, you know, links souls to like-minded souls. So I just think that's really just an awesome awesome thing that you know we all need right now our fearless host i ask you the same question what inspired you to be a part of this mission well thank you sam i think that sounds really great um beautiful you know i think you touched on a lot of points i mean just the energy of the world is waking up right now and um we really need that you know the balance of the masculine and the feminine and um you know, this this podcast has really been my creative baby, so to speak. Um, you know, I was I did take a spiritual journey, um, and I went down to Sedona, and I had this most amazing experience. And this, the inspiration for this came to me um, when I realized that, you know, I've been looking for a way to bring this information forward. Um, because I've been on a, a spiritual journey for for a long time and um, working on healing emotions and you know as a psychotherapist I've seen many different places in the world in within my clients showing up in my office um, you know and I've seen these patterns that have overplayed for many years with people. Um, these patterns that have evolved and I've just slowly seen, you know, these emerge um, and a lot of people, you know, struggle with emotional um, discord and the fear of going into the shadows, right? There's this, there is this um, culture of invalidating our emotions and pushing them down and suppressing them with things like food and alcohol and gambling or shopping or what have you this consumerism piece right and so we have created so much of this discord in our emotional experience that we continue to push them down and they emerge in ways that we don't want them to they're not healthy they show up as dis-ease in many ways and so i am really inspired to help heal the world by going into our emotional shadows so to speak so we can fully embrace the light because we are all light we just have to find that and honor honor the dark to fully honor the light so 
I um, would like to, yeah, just, um, so what do you think, Sam, about, you know, what would you like to get out of this podcast and how, in our creation of it? And, yeah, what, what are you feeling? Well, what I would like to get out of this podcast is, uh, I mean, a lot of the same thing that I think a lot of us would like to get out of this podcast, and that's, you know, uh, a connection, um, you know, a deeper connection with, with whatever you believe in, you know, a deeper connection. For me, it would be, you know, a deeper connection with Mother Earth. It'd be a deeper connection with the universe. It'd be a deeper connection with, uh, you know, like-souled people, kind of a more of a heart connection. And um, I would also like to, you know, have other uh, uh, spiritual people, you know, practicing, uh, you know, Reiki or therapist or sound healing or what have you that can come onto the show and, you know, talk about that kind of stuff and be able to, to promote their business as well. Cause you know, we, like I said, in, in this, in this time, we need this more than ever before. And in the area that we're in anyway, there are a lot of, of, um, you know, light therapy and sound therapy, a lot of people like that, but they don't really have a sounding board to, to kind of promote their stuff. And I think, you know, this would be a perfect uh, opportunity to do that. And to also, to me, you know, it's all about connection. So to also connect with like soul people. Um, yeah, that's, that's, you know, mainly what I would, what I would like to get from this. How about you, Stacey? Yeah, I think that sounds really beautiful. I echo that 100%. You know, I think it's all about really building community and connecting people with the healers that are out there that can truly, you know, help support us. Um, and then, you know, guiding uh, people into their own awakening um, on their journey as an individual. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's, we, you know, comes down to too, we have to, we're, we, we need the support of each other. And then we also have to recognize that what we have is also within us. Mm-hmm. And to share with the world that we are love. We are, we are love. We are the ones we've been waiting for. And recognizing that we aren't the victims of our circumstances, but we can rise above that and teach the skills and teach the, the things that we need to actually fully come into our sovereignty. Recognize that we are sovereign beings. And we can fully, fully step into that and, and, but also recognize our humanness. Mm-hmm. And so really validate that, that human quality that we have, um, which is, you know, everything. We're all, we're human. We have to really embrace that. So, yeah. Definitely. To be human is divine, right? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And, and there's, I think that, you know, message we get that we can't be human if we're human we're you know there must be something wrong with us you know if we make a mistake or you know perfectionism runs very rampant in our culture and we have to recognize that we are all imperfectly perfect right (laughs) totally totally i i completely uh agree with that and you know i also believe you know that you know our souls are 
perfect. Our souls, mm. all, they began perfect. They mm-hmm. will always be perfect, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there's a reason why our souls have decided to, you know, lock into our vessels and land on this on this planet. You know, so I think we really need to embrace our humanity, just like you said. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, you know, and recognize that we, you know, we are souls having a human experience mm-hmm. um, right now and you know but we are love and we, we get caught up in the fear caught up in the the deeper emotions um, that keep us stuck you know recognizing we don't have to um, get caught in those old stories we mm-hmm. can heal those old stories to transcend above them you know, but also honoring those emotions as we are transcending through mm-hmm. those those shadows. Definitely, definitely. And we all have a shadow side, right? We all have a shadow side. Oh yeah. You know, there's there's the uh, white wolf and the black wolf, and all of us. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I love that that analogy. You know, but we have to. It, it's also about what we focus on. Mm-hmm. And so we can focus on, you know, the, the good or the bad, you know, things to help us rise above. But, but if, say, you have a bad day, it's about focusing on, well, what's, you know, causing some of these emotions and feeling, feeling the emotions, going into the depth of the emotion. What was the trigger? What was the thing that brought you down there? And moving through that energy because mm-hmm. emotions are just energy in motion and so when we feel that we can heal that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know i guess a, a question that i would have and i think a question that a lot of people are interested in especially when they when you know when they meet p- people that are on a spiritual path is what led you to that mm-hmm. path mm-hmm. That's a beautiful question because we're all we're all on this journey and even if we're like you know nobody nobody has a perfect life mm-hmm. right we all have been on a journey um, no matter what your life looks like on the outside and that's you know something we all have to really look at and mm-hmm. see and recognize that you know there's because I think our culture has a lot of comparison um, it's another theme I see a lot in my practice um, so yeah so recognizing we all have an inner journey it's just how we choose to get through it um, you know and, and and I'm you know I've been on a journey I have you know been had some childhood trauma mm-hmm. um, you know and you know abusive relationships mm-hmm. And I was a single mom for many years and just put myself through school and put myself, you know, really worked hard, but, you know, overcame addiction and, you know, lots of different things that have led me to my spiritual path. And and I started, you know, really opening up and reading about meditation probably about 20 years ago now. And I just started opening up books and I was a sponge for meditation books. I started doing yoga, started getting into energy work and really just dove into everything I could get my hands on. And it just continued to lead me more and more on my path. And, and I remember just 
at some points in my life, I went through those dark nights of the soul, those really dark times mm -hmm. where it feels so deep and you want to just, you know, there's, there's, doesn't seem like there's a way out right. for a while. And so as I went through some of those, I just remember, because I used to be, I used to be the person that really like stuffed my emotions and I didn't, I didn't realize my mind and my body were together because I was so dissociated from all the trauma I had experienced that my, I was so out of body, dissociated, um, disconnected. And so I remember just when I went through that process, I had to really go deep into those emotions and feel everything that was there mm -hmm. and I allowed that energy just to be processed through my body and I moved it up it was like pushing out or like feeling um, something deep welled up and it all just kind of poured out of me I kind of think about it as like kind of a geyser that mm -hmm. it would just feel but I allowed myself to feel the emotion on a physical level rather than put a story to it once I once I got wind of like oh yeah I, I cannot put a story to the emotion otherwise that would perpetuate it perpetuate the emotion and so I went into that depth of the emotion and I allowed that to move through mm -hmm. and going through that process um, really helped me to evolve and move through and um, get to where I am today, um, which is certainly, um, you know, I'm still on a journey still like, you know, my soul is still growing. Um, but that's really what continued to lead me on my, my, my spiritual path, especially, you know, bringing in all my, all my different tools and what resonated with me and the, the spirituality. But mm -hmm. it was a, those dark nights of the soul, I think really, really help to go into those shadows to, mm -hmm. to heal. So, yeah. How about definitely, you, Sam? Um, well, I, you know, I completely agree with the, you know, the, the trauma um, kind of kickstarting this. And I think a lot of, um, a lot of people will agree, you know, that their spiritual journey started with trauma. Um, me, you know, I was kind of the, raised the same way, abusive home. Um, uh, you know, divorced parents, that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, and, you know, addiction and, uh, you know, getting in trouble with the law and <laughs> all that kind of fun stuff. Um, but I, I knew, and like, like I said, I am an empath. And, uh, for those of you listening, if, if you really don't know what an empath is, it's, it's different than showing empathy an empath is actually somebody that feels very very deeply uh basically all the time um i am um one of those empaths that could actually uh tell you what you're feeling before you actually feel it i've done that before it's been i weirded, weirded some people out but um so yeah it's basically it's, it's a highly sensitive person someone that is very very connected to other emotions from people from animals from the earth from universe um and that could just feel those really really deeply and as far back as i can remember i think that started when i was around 10 uh that's when my parents divorced um and i i remember being a really sensitive kid 
and not really knowing why. Like I would, I would get upset and I would just start crying, you know? So, you know, when you're, when you're in school and you know, the bully comes by and picks a fight with you or whatever, I was one of those kids that would get so mad that I would just start crying. And, you know, then the, the names and stuff would come out. But, um, I started my spiritual practice actually at about 18 and, uh, I started with, with just meditation. Um, and I would, I had this little tape cassette called flute dreams. It was native American flute and drums. And I would pop that cassette in, I would light a candle, I would shut off the lights and I would just go under. And, um, I actually realized too, that I can go under pretty quickly. Um, so I, I started out with a lot of meditation um, I didn't really realize that I was an uh, empath until about five years ago. And uh, so once I realized that, and I'm also, I'm a musician. I've been a musician for over 20 years. And uh, the guitar and percussion, so drums and, and stuff like that, are really big spiritual outlets for me. And um, I didn't, at, when I was younger, I really didn't know why. I just knew that I really liked to play and that I felt a certain way when I played. Um, and then it wasn't until my later adult years where I started to try to put things together, you know, when, when I realized that I was an empath and then I started going down different spiritual paths. Um, you know, I started looking into energy work. I started looking into sound healing. I started looking into, you know, different, different types of uh, religions and ideologies, you know, Buddhism and, and Hinduism and things like that. And I'm, I mean, I'm not Buddhist, I'm not Hindu, but I do take bits and pieces from different religions that resonate with me. Um, so now I am a level two Reiki practitioner. I am going into uh, healing herbalism. I'm also going into sound healing. So for me, it's just, it kind of, it, it was, a, it was a very slow, uh, kind of ascend um you know when in my teens like i said i would sometimes i would meditate for you know over like two three hours and i would just be under the entire time and then you know life kind of happened you you know you get a job you get married that kind of thing and the spiritual life just kind of you know takes takes a back seat um and then another tragedy hits and then the spiritual life kind of comes back comes back knocking so that's kind of what happened to me so it, it it did take a little while um, but I'm super, super excited to continue with my spiritual path. And I'm super, super excited to, you know, help anybody that I possibly can with anything that I can possibly help them with. So isn't that amazing? It's just, you know, I think that happens for a lot of people. We, we do, we get into those times of tragedy and that's mm -hmm. what brings that spiritual path. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm wondering, yeah, does it, do you think it was... Uh, because it took too much time um, for you or just forgetting? I'm um, honestly, I think the biggest thing is because I'm a man. Mm. You know, uh, I and I think you know a lot of a lot of people that are listening to this might be able to relate that when we were growing up, you know, boys don't cry. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, man up, you know, grow some balls, what whatever, whatever term you want to use. But it was all about holding your emotions in, mm. you know. And um, when I when I was married, you know, I felt like, you know, I needed to be the protector, you know. And I needed to be, you know, the big strong man. And, and um, 
And even though I was still meditating and, you know, I actually did do some uh, energy work on my wife at the time. So I was still doing some spiritual practices. It wasn't, uh, it felt like, it, it almost felt like it wasn't enough, you know. And um, it wasn't actually until I left the country that I started to increase my spiritual practices. I started to do different types of yoga like Kundalini. I started to do EFT. I started to do, you know, just a bunch of different stuff. And um, that kind of, you know, made things go a little bit quicker, I guess you could say. Um, but I did want to touch on, you know, the dark night of the soul. It's real. <laughs> it's very, very real. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you listening, if you don't know what it is, uh, look it up. It's it's There's a lot of information on the dark night of the soul. Um, basically, though, it is. It, it's it's when you, you go down into the abyss, you know. The and, shadows. Uh, yeah. And you, you have you know, options. You could either A, stay in the abyss and just let it take you or B, you could climb out of the hole basically. Um, and that's what I had to do. I had to climb out of that hole um, because it was getting to the point where, you know, I was considering just ending everything. Not because I hated myself, but because I just didn't want to feel pain anymore, you know? And, uh, you know, it's kind of like, you know, Buddha said there has to be suffering in order for there, you know, to be enlightenment or, or whatever. Um, but for me, yeah, that's that's kind of, you know, it, it, it went into the shit. It went into the shit, and then it got a little better, and then it went into the shit again, and then it got a little better. And I understand now, I didn't understand back then, but I understand now that that is part of my spiritual journey. That is part of my path to go into the dark, to go into the shadows, because I need that in order to ascend a little bit further. Hmm. So beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And I think it's it's just beautiful just to have that masculine energy that is here to, you know, um, that you're able to connect with those emotions. And mm-hmm. I can see how that would be such a powerful journey for you. You know, it really, it, it is. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's definitely undeniable. I tried for many years to, to deny and it just, you know, spirit just kept kind of like hey Mm. you uh yeah you can't deny this stuff anymore (laughs) spirit has a funny way of doing that Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) they'll nudge you and nudge you until you you listen oh yeah sometimes (laughs) i've been just like popped right on the head like literally just (laughs) right on the head so Mm -hmm. but it's a good feeling (laughs) yes yes because when you listen and when you finally get there and you open up to the voice or the the nudges of spirit Mm -hmm. Then you can get into the flow. Right. And you can move with that energy and spirit will just be there to help support you and guide you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And don't get me wrong, uh, people out there. (laughs) I am not even close to being perfect at any of this stuff. None of us are. You know, we all all second guess. We all second guess because it's... It's really hard to believe in something that you cannot, you know, hear or touch or, you know, see or whatever, you know, with the with the physical. Um, so, yeah, I've, you know, I've doubted myself. I've doubted this whole thing time and time and time again, you know, but time and time and time again, it's revealed to me that you don't need to doubt. Yeah, I've gone into those moments where I start to doubt and I'm like, is this the right path for me? Is this where I'm supposed to be is, you know, and every time I doubt and I, you know, 
I second guess, it actually ends up stopping the flow mm-hmm. of what's happening. And then things start not working out or maybe there's more resistance or more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just more difficulties, yeah. the barriers to things that I'm trying to create. But when I, when I start to trust and it takes, I mean, that takes practice. It takes open heartedness and mm-hmm. work to, to learn to really trust and go with the flow in that heart centered space. But when you can do that, then you start to really open up and things do start to flow. Mm-hmm. And it's just a journey, you know, and there's always going to be that ebb and that flow too. But when we can look at that and really discover the trust, mm-hmm. and that means trusting ourselves too. So trusting ourselves to co-create with the universe, trusting the universe that we are supported by mm-hmm. the universe. And so it's 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 a it's a long journey. I mean, not a long journey. But it's a lifelong journey. Yeah. So, but you definitely. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, we we were talking about you know uh, being connected to spirit and you know how we go about our spiritual path. And I I mentioned a little you know things that I've done like Kundalini yoga and you know different types of yoga and meditation and stuff like that. But Stacy, I'm wondering, so what type of spiritual practices? keep you connected to the spirit Mm. now that's a great question because that is ever evolving really Mm -hmm. um but my core practices i mean i i practice yoga daily i meditate um i'm really i'm starting to really well engage in kundalini yoga i've been i got my yoga certification last year i think it is now or a couple years ago Mm -hmm. and i it just I did it to deepen my practice, really, my deep, my deepen, to deepen my spiritual practices and also have that skill so I can teach others. And, but it really helped me take a deep dive into just yoga philosophies, which I really, really resonate with. And so right now I am exploring more of the Kundalini energy, the Kundalini practices. And so that's been really powerful. Um, just you know, going into my own emotional practices and, and feeling the energy in my body. Mm-hmm. I you know, as far as um, doing like emotional freedom technique, I do that often when I need to. I also connect with nature a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, when I go into nature, like I will take off my shoes. I will just ground into the the nature, the earth's beautiful surface, Mother Gaia, and I will just feel her energy. I will feel the tree. I hug the tree because recognizing that trees have energy and they are also having, um, they also, they have a pulse. It's a little bit longer than our pulse, but they do have that energy that vibrates. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sam, you mentioned being an empath and I'm also an empath. So I really resonate with that because I feel, I feel the energy around me. I feel other people's energy. I feel very, very deeply. And so recognizing that that is a gift and that is something that I've had to come into, um, 
acceptance of because it hasn't always been accepted mm-hmm. you know being too sensitive or too this or that but um but that has been a gift so recognizing and accepting that and recognizing that we are all love we are all oneness and so meditating on that really helps me to create connections with the world as one and that we are all whole Mm -hmm. and so coming into my wholeness because that's been a process as well because that's not always something I have really honored or accepted because I've I've had to learn that right and Mm -hmm. had to fully embody and embrace the humanness and so that's been part of my spiritual practice is feeling my body as a whole, Mm -hmm. loving myself fully and recognizing that I am, I'm already complete and I am part of a larger picture that includes the earth and the, you know, humans on this planet and beyond and just how powerful I really truly am as, as a, as a soul in this lifetime. So Mm -hmm. Doing all of that has been really um, powerful. The other thing that I do um, consistently is I just really focus on my chakras, clearing my chakras and focusing on my heart energy and expanding that to the world. And that's been just a really powerful process. I also work with um, shamanism and um, other forms of um, spiritual spirituality um, that's really kind of bringing all the it's it's you know eclectic nature of different modalities so so yeah so it's it's been a journey and, and I've learned to grab things that as they work working with plant medicine and mm-hmm. um, those kinds of things so so yeah so how about you Sam what's, very very cool yeah um, well other than you know uh, the like I said, like I've I've done Kundalini before, uh, EFT, um, things like that. But honestly, for me, almost anything could be a spiritual practice. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, I mainly yoga, meditation. You know, kind of the same stuff. I I love being in nature. I will do energy exchange with trees. Um, and I do like, you know, walking barefoot and <laughs> in nature and stuff like that. That that's really grounding for me and that helps to kind of to calm my mind, basically. You know, because I, I do like a lot of us have a you know, the monkey mind, you know, where it just it just will not stop chattering. And uh when I go into nature it just kinda slows way down. You know, um music always has and always will be my number one language that was the first language i learned that's what i consider the love language that's what i consider the main communicator in the entire universe is music um so playing music uh listening to music you know any anything like that even just you know getting in my car and going on a drive and listening to you know trevor hall john butler trio something that really really resonates with me um and i do you know i do like to to do you know herbalism things you know different like teas and stuff like that and you know fruits vegetables that kind of stuff so also taking care of the body um 
yoga yin yoga is my absolute favorite i just i love being able to just hold the poses and just kind of breathe life into them it just it's really 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 cool um but like i said yeah anything could be a spiritual practice you know when i was younger um my spirit higher power what have you was my shoes because my shoes got me to places that i know i needed to be you know it could be something as super simple as that i've meditated while doing dishes you know it just it, it all depends on the state that you're in you know so i mean it's it's great to go to you know a, a a buddhist temple or something and just sit there and meditate it's phenomenal it's it's one of the most awesome feelings in the world but you don't need to do that to be spiritual you know you can meditate in your car you can meditate in the tub you can meditate in the bathroom you can you you can meditate wherever you want because for me anyway meditation is all about the breath you know and mm-hmm. listening to your breath because that is what keeps us alive breath is our life force if we don't breathe mm. we die Mm-hmm. you know so um but uh like i said to um you know energy work uh, i am level two reiki um hoping to get all four levels by the end of the year um but yeah for my spiritual practice it's it's almost a on a any given day kind of thing you know the staples are yoga and meditation and music and then it just kind of you know just kind of goes from there so you know if you're listening to this and you're wondering you know how how do i begin a spiritual path well guess what you already have <laughs> you know you already have began the spiritual path and and what spiritual practices what whatever resonates with you meditation yoga nature running exercise music mm-hmm. reading writing just whatever resonates with you gets you closer to that spirit I think that, I mean, you make a really good point, Sam, because it is, it is about, you know, what we bring in and what um, resonates with us. So Mm -hmm. one thing may not resonate with another. Mm -hmm. And so we just have to take what resonates with us and not feel like we have to be perfect in that spirituality, but do what feels good. So if it is just that, that taking some breaths, you know, to get started and, you know, connecting with yourself, you know, doing something that feels good and trusting yourself that you know what's best for you. Exactly. And meditation does, it does not have to be, you know, a, a long process. You don't have to sit there and meditate for hours on end. You know, it's just whenever you feel that calm come into you, that's when you know you're in the state of meditation. You know, and, and some people, it, it, it takes a while, but it's like anything else. Practice, 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 you know. And there are days where I could sit and meditate, you know, for an hour. There are days where I, I can only go three minutes and my mind is just blah, 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 blah. So spirituality is not perfect. Spiritual practices are not perfect. You know, it's, it's, it's all evolving, constantly evolving, constantly evolving. And, you know, that's how I kind of feel with my spiritual practice too, is that it's, it's constantly evolving and you know, it's, it's, it's not perfect and it might not ever be, which is the beautiful part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Perfection is, we are. Perfection is boring. (laughs) (laughs) We are imperfectly perfect is what I like to come back to because really we are here to make mistakes. We are here to be individuals Mm -hmm. and what works for one person is not going to work for another. And just to honor yourself in this path in this process right exactly yeah and 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 that's how ascension starts to happen Mm -hmm. 
you know, we, as we start to evolve through our practices, through honoring ourselves as individuals, as honoring our path and starting to connect with our higher selves, our souls, um, then we start to begin that ascension process. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and so as we are working through this podcast and we're looking at, you know, what, how do we ascend? You know, we there's lots of talk about ascension right now and going from 3D to 5D. And, you know, what does that really mean? Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, yeah. So, Sam, I'm just curious, like, what, what does that mean for you? Like, with the, the whole ascension process? Because those are some big words. Those mm-hmm. are some big uh, concepts to think about. Yeah, definitely. And for me, I mean, I like to I like to keep things as simple as I possibly can. So for Ascension to me basically is just connecting more and more to my higher self, connecting more and more to spirit, connecting more and more to universe, to earth, to to, you know, the angels, the guides. Um, And in doing so, you know, my my heart opens up more. And I am able to be of, of greater service to people, which in therefore allows me to ascend even higher. So it's, it's you know, it's, it's one thing always helps the other, mm. you know. So it's, and it's funny, when I, when I was younger, I, I grew up in a Christian household. So when I was younger, anytime I heard the word ascend, I would think, you know, Jesus ascending to heaven, you know. And that's what you do. You go straight up. That's what ascension means, right? Going straight up. That's not necessarily true. I have ascended during the dark night of the soul. I have been in the pits and have still ascended. You know, so ascension can come at any time in any in any way, basically. Um, and it's not, yeah, it's not, you know, and, and I also had to learn, too, that ascension is different from enlightenment. You know, I, I probably will never become enlightened because I... I am not a monk, you know, I, I don't live in the monastery. I am not 100% devoted to that particular practice for ascension, you know, or, or I mean for, um, yeah, so enlightenment. So, um, but yeah, ascension to me is just, it's, it's just connecting more and more to spirit. You know, it's, it's, it's being, uh, what I was here on earth to be. Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah. I really love that. Yeah, I, you know, for me, Ascension, I um, just to kind of piggyback off that, you know, we, um, for me, it's like connecting with everything and expanding, expanding in our connection, expanding in our oneness, expanding in that love vibration, that Mm -hmm. energy. So when we can fully, you know, transcend through those shadows and, connect you know we we feel that 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 energy and connect with each other in a beautiful way recognizing that we are all just mirrors to each other so that mirror is reflecting back to us what we need to heal the most and when we feel triggered when we feel those emotions come up it's up to us to really dive into those to feel them. Mm -hmm. But then the more we do that, the more we continue to ascend and ascend, you know, in that expansiveness to recognize we are all one. We are here to support each other. We are a love vibration. We just love just by being here, Mm -hmm. 
We are pure love. And when we can come back to that essence, because everything else is an illusion, right? All of the other things that are happening, it's just an illusion. Um, Cause like only love, only love is real. And I truly, truly believe that. Mm-hmm. So. Very, very cool. And yeah, uh, you know, and, and I, I, I really resonate with, um, you know, everything else is an illusion. Uh, one thing that I uh, heard, a, this was a while back, was everybody's perception of reality is different. So therefore there is no reality. You know, because it's, it's literally everybody's belief of what they're seeing, feeling, hearing, tasting, whatever. That's their reality. That's not my reality. That's your reality. Right? And when, when I heard that, you know, my mind just kind of like opened up. It's like, oh my God. Um, but yeah, really. What, 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 what are we on this earth? Why are we put on this earth? What are we put on this earth for? Are we put on this earth to, to destroy? Are we put on this earth to create? Are we put on this earth to hate? Or are we put on this earth to love? You know, and I, I, could, I completely agree that we were all, we're all here for love, but at the same time, it's up to us to what, you know, what we do with it. You know, what path are we going to choose? Mm. You know, and, and, with choosing, um, you know, the paths and, and going down our spiritual journeys, like Stacy and myself have said a few times, you know, there is that dark night of the soul. There is that shadow work. And um, some of y'all might be asking, okay, well, what does actually, what does shadow work actually mean? So I'm going to ask you, Stacy, what is shadow work to you? Yeah, it's a great question because that is really, you know, we have to embrace the shadow to embrace the light. And so that shadow work is, is that side that we're not always, we don't feel good about. Maybe we try to hide or maybe there's some shame or guilt. The shame, the guilt, you know, is the shadow, mm-hmm. right? Those, those darker feelings, um, those darker parts of ourselves that we have been shamed to believe that aren't human. Um, the feelings that come up that might be the way we react to something, you know, not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy, um, creating that, that pain that wells up inside that we have to start, we have to go in and, and heal, mm-hmm. you know, cause that is the, that is the, the illusion, right? That shadow stuff is the illusion. So we, have to go through it though to get to the light but we but as humans we're always going to have emotion that's the one thing that you know creates us as unique um unique creatures on this earth right we are we have emotions and we have to learn how to go through them and move through them and mm-hmm. validate them for ourselves because that those aren't going away mm-hmm. And so we have to allow them. And so that is the shadow work, the sides that the the side of us that we feel are, you know, there there's that that shame around mm-hmm. that when we release the shame, you know, that the shame and guilt, in my opinion, has been embedded in our culture, in our world mm-hmm. by organized religion and that's just my my opinion Mm -hmm. um and i feel like it's been there for a while when we are lifting up out of that there's 
no shame in being human. We, um, the, the guilt that comes with that, recognizing that we have to look at our humanness, love and honor our humanness, mm-hmm. the imperfections that we have. And so, yeah, so that's, that's a big one. You know, it's a big, big, big thing to fill. <laughs> no, that is, that is totally a big thing to fill. So you, you were also saying too, um, about how to, how to go through, you know, the shadows. So how would you transcend through those shadows? Mm, that's a beautiful, beautiful question. Um, because that is, that is the process, you know, and mm-hmm. as we have like, kind of worked through and we've been talking a lot about that you know is really starting to honor ourselves honor the humanness but learn to acknowledge honor love ourselves with Mm self-compassion and we get to move through that energy because it's everything is energy everything is Mm -hmm. energy including our emotions Mm -hmm. and emotions if you just think about that is energy in motion right and so and i'm gonna i'll come back to this time and time again as we continue to talk about these beautiful topics that emotion is only really meant to last like up to 90 seconds in our bodies but what happens is we put thought to it and those that thought and the meaning it perpetuates that mm. thought or the emotion. And so when we can really honor that emotion and validate ourselves for having that emotion and you know, looking at that and loving ourselves with self-compassion and recognizing that is who we are and our humanness, then we start to transcend through those shadows. We start to, because our, our feelings, our emotions start to become heard and they become honored and validated and they're like children right children need to be seen and heard and so do emotions and so when we when we treat them like that with self-compassion with love going into those darker places they get they feel Mm -hmm. they they are honored they want um to move through and then they they start to dissipate and they start to decrease Mm -hmm. and and believe it or not like i have seen in myself and others that I've worked with, I mean, you can go into a really dark emotion or an intense emotion like rage. And I've seen and experienced this myself that I could go into rage and feel this in my body. Mm -hmm. And the moment I feel this emotion on a full deep level, I go through that and then I that energy dissipates and I can't get to why I was even mad in the first place. And so it's so funny. And then I start laughing at like, well, why, what, why was I mad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that could have been like, you know, 20 year old rage, 30 year old rage that yeah. was stored in my body as energy. So, so working through that, um, and really, you know, learning to honor and validate that, that would be like, I mean, there, there's so many different things we can do to transcend, um, but and we'll be talking about them a lot on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But really, that is the starting point, is honoring, validating, and coming from a loving place within yourself. Totally, totally. And, you know, I uh, I definitely want to uh, hit on when you were, you were talking about children, because for, for me, I think a lot of the shadow work, and this is personally for me, but a lot of the shadow work is healing the inner child 
you know, because um, when did my tragedy start? When I was a child. When did a lot of our tragedies start? Probably when we were children, you know. And it was it was when I was a child that I was, you know, told things like, you know, I, I wasn't good enough or I'm going to get hurt if I do this or, you know, boys don't cry or, you know, stuff like that. So there was from from the time that I was a child all the way through my adulthood, I was stuffing those emotions, you know, and um, sometimes I would stuff them and, and they would they would become too great and they would have to release and, you know, and that's when, you know, you snap at somebody or that's when, you know, you, you yell at people in traffic or, you know, something like that. Um, but now, and it's, it's, it's a lot like what Stacy was saying too, is working through those emotions letting them happen you know letting them happen in a, in a safe space um and being able to you know to work through them because i've had the same experiences too where i've had an emotion that god knows how long i've had this emotion and it comes up to the surface but instead of shooting it back down acknowledging it you know embracing it basically telling it you know what I love you and I know you're only trying to protect me and I understand that, but I don't need that kind of protection right now. So I'm going to let you go. And it's amazing when that happens because she's right. It's you don't you don't even remember what brought on that emotion at the time in the first place because it's it's such a, a profound feeling once you're able to work through that emotion. Now, in saying that for me too, just because I worked through that emotion, that does not mean that emotion is never going to come back up. It will come back up, you know, because I'm not perfect, <laughs> you know, and I will still have, you know, there, there's still anger, there's still sadness, there's laughter, there's, you know, there is still all of that kind of stuff. Um, but doing the shadow work, it doesn't necessarily mean that I will stop having the emotions. It just means that I will acknowledge them when they come up which causes them to dissipate faster. And like she said, not to attach a thought to that emotion or a memory to that emotion or something that's now it's plausible. Now it's not just, you know, energy. Now it's, it's, it's thought. Now it's something to obsess over, you know? So um, I think that that's huge for, you know, for transcending through the shadows is acknowledging that you have your emotions that your emotions are energy, that your emotions cannot hurt you unless you attach a thought to them mm. or an action to them or something like that. And again, this is all personal for me. You know, this is all definitely personal for me and from my experience. But um, I definitely, definitely, definitely believe that it's a lot of inner child work and a lot of inner child healing. I love what you just said, though, about our emotions can't hurt us. And I think we do fear our emotions especially the strong emotions mm -hmm. and so we shy away from wanting to feel them and that's why they get pushed down and so recognizing that our emotions can't hurt us and they when we actually acknowledge them they get smaller and they get they they quiet down and they dissipate right. and they move through us but it's really about moving through those layers of emotion and recognizing that emotions do have layers. So you might feel that anger, but then going into the depths of those emotions, that, that, that shadow of, you know, the, 
the rage, the anger, the sadness, the hurt, you know, it all has comes from like a certain energy. And mm-hmm. so we have to go through those layers. And, and, and when we do that, I mean, then we get to the light. Right. And then we, we, the healing can really begin. Exactly. 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 And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, we've, you know, we've, <laughs> we've talked about a lot, uh, during this podcast as well. And it is, it is, it's a lot about, you know, doing the shadow works, a lot about ascension. It's a lot about connecting with humankind. It's a lot about what humankind might need right now. Mm. And that, you know, honestly, that's, you know, the million dollar question, especially in times like these where it's, it's, we are just overwhelmed with uncertainty. So what do you think then what is the thing or the things that humankind needs more than anything right now? That is the million dollar question. And I really think that as a whole, we need to come back to self-love. We need to come back to ourselves because when we start healing ourselves and we start validating ourselves, we as a collective Mm -hmm. will start to heal because we, there is no separation. And when we can come back to that concept and recognize that you are me and I am you, and we are just mirroring each other right now, when we start to heal those inner wounds, then we can heal as a community, as a collective right. world. Right. And yeah, and we've, you know, we've talked a lot about... Um, the uh, dark night of the soul. We've talked a lot about shadow work. We've talked a lot about that. One thing that I really want to kind of hit home is that this is not a solo thing. Ascension, uh, for me anyway, like Ascension, stuff like that, it's not a solo thing. Yes, I do uh, work inside, you know, I, I completely believe that, you know, you cannot unconditionally love until you unconditionally love yourself you know i believe that everything starts from within right but there's also people that we need for help and there's also people that um we need to help you know so uh you know i i have people that i talk to i have people that you know do uh energy work and and sound work and stuff like that on me because we need that uh, you know, we, we need that for our own self-love, you know, so I just kind of, I, yeah, I just kind of wanted to, to stress that, that this, it's not, it's not a solo journey, you know, that this, this is, we are connecting like soul to like soul to like soul to like soul. We are developing our global soul tribe, you know, at, at any given time. So, and I completely agree with uh, what you said, Stacy, is that what we need right now more than anything is love. Unconditional, unabashed love. And uh, it seems like it's kind of going in that direction. You know, things are, are uh, they're, they're manifesting right now. And uh, it seems like you know, anyway, from, from the, the world that I've seen is that, uh, you know, there are more, um, 
spiritual people that are coming up to the surface you know there is more love that is being shared right now and i think that's amazing i think that's what we need and that's what the earth needs it's what the universe needs that's what we need so let's keep doing that yes and yes and so it is (laughs) and and i just i do i just want to say one more thing about that just kind of um reminding me to to think about you know we are all in this together and so we are all on you know a journey and Mm -hmm. It's not about us over there, you over there, you know, right? It, it right. is, we are, you know, we're facilitating this podcast because we are souls on the journey, just like everyone else. And we, it is our mission to help raise up the level of consciousness together. Totally. So this is about connecting, you know, and recognizing that nothing is personal and we're all in this together yeah. and we just need to come from a place of love and that's how we can we can get there by really honoring ourselves and that will manifest into the collective definitely so i'd like to just start to wrap this up and and help us just meditate um and create i have this meditation um to really create Um, and connect with our heart energy. So I'd like just to invite you to tune into your heart space. And you might even put your hand in front of your heart space and just move it around, just feeling that heart energy and just focus that energy. You might just imagine there's a light shining in the middle of your heart and imagine that light just moving and expanding outward and around your heart space. And imagine that light just shining in on yourself and just allowing that light to emanate your entire being and just feel what that feels like. Feel the heart energy of your self-love. And imagine that light filling up and radiating through your entire being. And as you do, Now turn that light and allow that light to shine out, out of your body and moving into the room that you're in, expanding everywhere in the room and just shining that light of love and just moving that light of love out through your entire city or town that you're in allowing that to expand even further through the state or country you're in and moving that out into the world and shine that light down into the entire world moving that light all the way through the entire world just shining your love your light into the world and just carry that feeling with you throughout the rest of your day and I thank you for tuning in to us today. Yes, thank you all very, very much. And if you like what you heard, keep tuning in. It's going to be a lot of the same stuff. We're going to have some really, really awesome guests. And uh, it's it's going to be pretty amazing. So, yeah. So, once again, I am Sam Fernandez. And I am Stacy Musial. And, and we are Be The Love. We'll talk to you guys later. Love you guys. Love you. 
Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Chrissy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphics. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey. And thank you for hopping on the Ascension bus with us. And remember, there is always a seat for you.